to The Truth and It's Hard. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, I'm excited to be in conversation with my next guest. He's a rug maker and the owner of Way Too Tuft. Please welcome Omari Martin. Welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you, man. Happy to be here. It's a pleasure, definitely. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, I appreciate you making the time. Um, and again, going with that pun again, you know, uh, before we roll out the red carpet for the main topic, uh, I want to give you the space to introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, um, you know, where you're from and things of that nature. And then we'll start, you know, talking a little bit about your work. So the floor is yours to start off. OK, appreciate it, man. So I'm uh, Omari Martin. I'm 23 years old. Um, I've been in the business of making handmade custom rugs for about a year and a half now. Um, I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, I got a twin brother as well. And I just got him into making rugs too about three months ago. So he's making rugs too at Living Tuft. Yeah, I, I can see it. Come on. <laughs> I can see it now. It's just like way too tough. And instead of T-O-O, it's just going to be the number two. <laughs> no, it's a T-O-O. But that would be that. I might, you know, might branch off and have another one. Way too tough. <laughs> yeah, just, just have your brother. Just like yo, G, you got it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, thank you, thank you for that. And um, you know, it's this running bit that that me and my um, my partner talk about. She's like, yeah, it's, it's about brothers. Whenever there's any sibling related stuff, it's like it's about brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Starting off, um, one, I, you know, I got to say, and I said it before we got started, I really, you know, dig what you're you're doing. I dig your work. It definitely resonates, definitely cool visuals, things that are familiar. Um, so could you share with me, like, you know, growing up, what were some of those things you were into, you know, that were creative, that had like a visual component um, and any early creative experiences? I find that, you know, we may have been in something. We may have been like really into video games. It's like, yeah, now I make, I had a guest last week. He was like, I was really into video games when I was younger. And now I'm making orchestral music that is made mm -hmm. by the video game scores. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like had a lot of like, like in uh, elementary school, really just all throughout elementary, middle school, high school, I was always in like some type of art class. But um, actually just a couple months ago, I was at my mom's house and I had um, I was just looking at like some of the artwork that I did do like back in the day mm -hmm. um, when I was younger. And some of it was like actually it was like a rug, like it was almost like a rug. Like there was it was some yarn. And I actually do remember like me making it in class. Like it was, I was really young, like probably like 10 or 11 or something like that. But like I've always been in art classes and. I've always been like around art, but I really like, I like music too. And I make, I've made music, but I've never like dropped any music or anything like that, but I've always been around like art and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I've always had an interest for it. So. So having, being around art, having it, do you think of that when you're approaching like, you know, what you're doing? Actually, let me step back. How did you get into rug making? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Okay. So I was working at Target um, for about two years. And um, I just really didn't like it. So I was like, I got to. Um, and also, I like to spend money. So I was just buying a lot of stuff. And then one day I was like, I need to like have my own business and then like sell something to somebody else, you know, because everybody's selling stuff to me. So then um, I got on YouTube. I saw two videos um, of like how to make rugs. And uh, prior to that, like a couple months ago, I was going to buy a rug, mm. but I just didn't <laughs> like I just didn't. And then um, 
me and this girl that I um that I met at uh NCCU, I used to go to Central yeah. uh, in North Carolina. Um we we started doing rugs at the same time. And then I just stayed pretty consistent with it and uh I'm here now. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So having that sort of I like making money. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I like spending money. Now I can try to make money and actually provide all my business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I read that um, you know, tuft rugs, that style. So describe what that style is. Cause I I you know, at, at first, like, you know, up here when I read your your IG, I was like, are you doing the like, yo, that's tough? Because that's what we say up here in Baltimore. <laughs> and I was like, where are you from again, bro? So <laughs> So tell me about like what is a tuft rug and like you know and, and talk about some of the origins like you said you discovered it on on um YouTube right yeah YouTube so um the tufted rugs are made out of one hundred percent acrylic and um I just I have a frame and I shoot them up and I have I project like the image um I don't know really too much of like an origin but I know it it goes like rugs go back like really far like hundreds and hundreds of years like there's so much history behind it and I really need to look into it too um cuz a lot of people have been telling me about it just like little small things but um yeah um the tufted rugs they're um I can make them any size uh any design 100% acrylic and I do like a 3D sculpting with um these uh with the clippers that I have, so it gives it like a three D effect, so they like pop out, and then I have them really even and lay it out, and they're soft too, so that's what a lot of people like too as well. So like kids have them in their room or something like that, but they're more of like a like an accent rug, so keeping them in like a low traffic area is like what I really recommend. Yeah. But um, I can also put them on the wall, um, put mirrors on them, a lot of stuff that you you can. Anything you think of, really, and we're and we're gonna go further further into that. Um, and, and thank you for that start off, because like I see that you know, and as I was talking a little bit before we got started, that there's a lot of different you know tufted rug makers out there, and all of the puns that you guys like to use, which is great because I enjoy those. And it was one of those sort of from my, what I understand, one of those sort of pandemic like trendy pandemic like hobbies, and you know how it goes. You know, you start something during a certain period when you have a lot of free time. And then when life catches back up, it's like, I don't know. But you were touching on staying consistent earlier. So, you know, what is it about, like, during the rugs that really, you know, caught you and kept you, like, you know, rotting and kept you interested? Um, Honestly, I never really had a business. So just starting out, I know. Um, OK, so I used to trade. And like, I really had a good mindset of just staying consistent mm -hmm. and I really just have a good mindset of really just staying consistent with whatever I do really. So when I started doing the rugs, it was really fun, honestly. Yeah. And, um, just making whatever I want that, that was pretty crazy to me as well. And then, um, nobody else was doing rugs. So I knew, but I also felt like I was late when I started out. So I was like, like I saw rugs going on for about like a year and then I started. So I was like, oh, shoot, I'm, I got to get in the game and figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's what uh, that's what also kept me consistent, because I was like, I got to figure out how to get to the top, you know, and uh, just keep going and staying consistent. That was that's what's been working for me, to be honest. So 
I, I see in it, you, you showed me one for, for, for those who are not so, so privileged to be on this illustrious podcast. Uh, you showed me the DR one a second ago, which was really cool. Um, and I've seen like different, like sort of sports related stuff, pop culture related stuff that are in your, your works. And, you know, definitely I see like the sort of commission and I see your own like sort of sensibilities in some of the work, like who or what are you inspired by? Like, you know, yeah, talk about that. Like, who or what are you inspired by? Because I see things that definitely I'm like, that's really dope. That's cool. That relates. That's definitely some inside black stuff right there. I'm here for it. So tell me about some of your your influences, some of your your inspiration as to how you go about doing your work. For me, um, I really work with a lot of like artists. Well, really, I work with anybody that wants a rug. So Mm -hmm. um that's businesses um artists uh, musicians anybody that you can think of so i'm not really coming up too much with the idea overall i'm just creating the rug but when i do create rugs um like just on my own i'm just making i really have a i can i kind of know what people like so <laughs> i just kind of just make what i feel like is good just trust my gut and then you know i just put it out there and just you know have faith yeah. But um, other than that, I just work with whatever anybody else is thinking and um, we just collaborate together. Talk talk more about that sort of process when you like, you know, set that stage for us. So, you know, let's say me, which it might be happening. Me, I want a rug. How do we go through the process? What, what does that look like? Um, it's really, really simple. Um, I just need the design that you'd like. Um, we go from we'll talk about the sizes and I go from two feet all the way up to six feet. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a graphic designer as well. So if you don't have a design, we can get that done as well. And the 50% deposit. Yeah. So they, they hit you up via the socials or what have you just you got people hitting you in the DMS like y'all need a rug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like that. Or um, I've been getting like emails more this year. Mm -hmm. So that's been good. Um, there's been a lot of like accounts that have been actually like trying to scam people too. So I honestly prefer like people email me so they know that it's more like legit. Yeah. But um, I mean, you know, they're DMing me too. So I mean, it's my account. You know, <laughs> I just pray that they don't, you know, get scammed and stuff like that because it's like, dang, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of weird things that are going on out there. And, you know, people want, something and you, you touched on it a moment ago having a sense of what people want you know people want something that's unique and you know what you, what you were describing there as far as like some of these designs like you know i saw this one i think it was for like maybe golden state warriors or what have you and i'm like yo that's not a rug to me that is just something i'm mounting on my wall right there that is you know that's going into the sports den or what have you and you were touching on it like you know they're low traffic rubs they're accent rugs and you know, having them like I'm in my studio right now and I might hit you up like, yo, take my logo, turn it into a rug and mount it on my wall. That's what's happening. Right. And, you know, it's it, it's it's painting to me with, you know, with acrylics, with with with, with the, the, the thread. The gun, yeah, the gun that I have. Yeah, it's definitely painting. It's more yet yeah, like what I just did. It's it's totally painting. Like if, if everybody could see it, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So did you ever have any interest in like painting or, you know, like sort of maybe broadening what you're doing? Because you, you said you've been doing it for what, like a year, year and a half? Year and a half now. Yeah. 
Um, I, I used to paint, um, like I took some classes, like I said, um, I took some pottery classes. I did take some paint classes. I painted a bear one time. It was pretty good. Um, but my mom lost it, but it's okay. But I still remember, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I wouldn't really get back into painting to be honest. I really want to just focus more on like the rugs and just figuring out like how I can like become like a Nike but rugs, you know, way too tough, you know, or something like that, you know, along those lines eventually. But, you know, I'm a solo artist, so I'm just figuring it out, Um, you know, but I can teach people as well. So that also works out with me. And then I like teaching as well. So I, I really want to get into that, too, moreover, teaching people because a lot of people want to learn and it's pretty satisfying and pretty fun. Yeah, when you're able to make your, your own thing and realize, like, y'all have this idea and you can really, like, kind of blow out this this concept of making these tufted rugs. It's like, oh, I'm doing this in this way and seeing it progress to the next level. Right. And a lot of people think that it's hard to or that they can't do it. And that's what I like. I like people that think that they can't do it because it's like I'm doing it right here. So, you know, I'm the prime example. Like you can do it. <laughs> what is what is the most challenging part of it? Is it you know, someone with a really intricate design? Is it sort of maybe the time component? Like what sort of time goes into putting together a tufted rug? Like using, for an example, the one you just showed me, the, the Dior one, like how long was that? Um, Right now I can probably finish a rug in like two days, depending, like this one I finished in like two days, but I'm always juggling rugs at the same time too. So I'm like, at the same time I made this one in two days, I probably shot up two other, two or three other rugs or put the back on um, another rug or finished up another rug or order commission or something like that. So, um, but I usually would say about like for commission times, I'd say about two to four weeks just to give it like some space. Cause I am always juggling some uh, orders at a time. So yeah, but I can, but I'm doing about, about two days. Yeah. But it depends though. That's on like two to three feet. When it goes up to like four to six feet, it'll probably be like three to four days, just depending on like the design. And then also um finding colors as well. Cause mm -hmm. um yeah, that's that's like probably like the most time consuming part, me driving around to stores trying to find all the colors and stuff like that. Cause I I'm not gonna just like oh i'll just use this one i'm like oh, we're gonna find the color so we're gonna go to every store till we find it i don't know how long i gotta drive but <laughs> we're gonna get there so with using the acrylic material is there any opportunity because i don't know a lot about the material outside of you know like seeing in, in the finished product is there a way to maybe get into like hey i'm able to make my own dyes and now dive this sort of base and now I have these like colors you're not finding anywhere else, making you even more like <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. I've seen somebody um dye some yarn before. Yeah. And I actually yeah, but I just haven't gotten into it. I haven't gotten to it yet. But I definitely want to though, like dyeing my own yarn and then maybe even turning that into something where I could, you know, turn that into a business too as well. So you have your exclusive yarns just going out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or I think the yarn that I've seen them making, it was color changing. So it was it was crazy. It went from like purple to pink. It was it was insane. So that's why. Yeah. But I've only seen it once. I only saw one video ever. But I've seen, of yeah. course, I've seen them in like India making uh, or India or just wherever dyeing the rugs there um, that natural way. But the other way that I saw it was color changing. It was crazy. I mean, I can see that as just like a whole different thing. And even going back to your desire to 
not only, you know, do your business and grow your business out, but also to like teach, you know, that could be really interesting. Like I'm waiting for that masterclass, you know, like, like, let's oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm definitely, it's in the works. It's, you know, everything takes time. <laughs> so, so we talked about a little bit of the challenges, like kind of finding like the material at times or whatever, trying to getting, getting that right color and also, you know, having like multiple projects or multiple timelines and you're, you know, independent, you're, you're an independent person, you have a graphic designer, but it's you. Um, what part of the process, like from, you know, the concept to getting that sort of initial message, whether it be, let's say emails, let's, let's avoid social media moving forward. Let's just say emails, getting that right. initial sort of response to, you know, it's going out, it's being shipped, it's being delivered. What's the most exciting process, part of the process for you? Um, Definitely. What would I say? I really like I like every part, but I guess it would be shipping it out and getting it rolled up and out of here. It's like, oh, it's like it's a it's definitely a satisfying feeling like, all right, we got it done, like completely, though. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have a number of like how many you've done? Um, I do not. I had a number, but I kind of lost track um, a couple weeks ago. So I just got to. Just count it back up. It's not too many. It's probably like 200, a little more than 200, maybe, maybe, I don't know, something like that, 250, maybe, something like that. That seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be going crazy. Like I can push out like two a day sometimes, or it was one day I made like three rugs. So it was, that was the most I ever made in a day that was like four. But they, but it's like how I did it. I had it like, one day I shot them all up and then the next day I finished them all. But they were all kind of simple designs and I'm faster now and better than I way better than I was last year. So I hear you. What was what, what comes to mind when you think of like one of those early rugs that went out and talking about sort of the progress, right, of, you know, for context, like in the four years that I've been doing this, it's been like 600 episodes, 600 interviews that are on here and definitely seeing sort of the progress, seeing sort of the, the approach and the, the changes kind of what you were touching on there a moment ago with, with your work, thinking back to like that first episode and thinking about like, okay, this is what I was aiming for. This is how I got it. I remember it like it was yesterday. Do you remember the first one that you sold, you put out? What, what was it? Yeah, I definitely remember it. It was a um, Panthers rug. Actually, so it was perfect. Um, I like the Panthers anyways. I just I don't like the records that they make. <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely made a Panthers rug. And my dad, he was like when I first started out, he was just connecting me with a lot of people that just wanted to, you know, have had. a. They were like, oh, a rug, what's this? Like, you know, and my work wasn't too bad. So at, when I started out, because uh, the first rug I ever made was a Kendrick Lamar face. So I, I started off really hard. <laughs> um but um yeah that was the first one i did and then for my brother i made him a pokemon alugia and that was like one in my one of my first pictures and then i also made a prince those are the first three rugs that i made for people that's not all in one area by the way those are different disciplines <laughs> you got sports you got yeah the anime component the gaming component and then you have music or what have you so i dig it so in terms because like i became aware of you on social media and i saw you on uh because i did my research saw you on like voyage riley or have you like oh yeah and i was like my oh, man's down there so in down there have you been able to like go to any like markets or things like that where you have like makers and being able to 
you know, like show some of the stuff that you worked on in terms of inventory to use that as a marketing channel, if you will? I was actually at an event yesterday, nice. but the funny thing is I've really only been to four events now. Um, two, uh, two weeks ago, I was in Atlanta for another um, art event. Um, it was more of like networking and everything, but it was like an art show. It was really good. That, that was really fun. It was really good at networking. Um, but I've really only been to four events. Um, I've really been doing everything on online because I, when I started out, I was like, I can definitely reach more people online. It's, it's millions of people. <laughs> it's crazy. So... That's how I started out. But now I'm starting to go to more events and uh, show my work and show my face and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Because I I can just see it now like, yeah, this is what I got. But, you know, hit me up in the DMs. I got some other stuff if you need it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I can make it happen. Definitely. So is is there like a typical and I would imagine it's pretty broad, but is there like sort of a a typical demo, uh, typical type of customer that would be, you know, interested in who 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 typically buys what you're 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 selling, what you're making? Because, you know, I see definitely, as I touched on earlier, you know, definitely has like a black tinge to it, the sports tinge to it, the music tinge to it, and you knowing what you know, people like, like what's, what generally is the profile of the customer that's like hitting you up looking for those commissions? It's really random, man. Honestly, like, uh, businesses will hit me up. Um, right now, a lot of, um, marijuana companies have been, I've been working with a lot of marijuana companies, but I've worked with, I'm working with some restaurants, um, HVAC people, but also just, um, people that have random artwork that they want to get made. Um, a lot of artists, just anybody, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could, I could definitely see the business. That's, what, that's you. how I wanted it, though. To be honest, I didn't really want to have like a certain like uh, audience. I wanted everybody to be able to know that like I can make anything and anything is possible. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I definitely can see like businesses hitting you up. Like, man, we got our brand identity. We want it on a rug. Can you make it? The first, um, one of the first like bigger businesses that I worked with was um, Black and Bold, um, the coffee. That's yeah, in, like, yeah. A coffee. yeah, I worked with um, the owner. Yeah, I got two rugs for him. So yeah, that was one of like my first like bigger businesses that I was working with. And then I just been working with a lot more businesses since. So. Well, here. Yeah. So I got I got one more real question for you. Um, and and, th- and thank you for 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 indulging, like uh, you know, putting out there your business is is your baby. This is the thing that you're doing, and I yeah. love hearing it. Um, is there a dream project that comes to mind? Like if someone hits you up in the DMs, email, what have you? Like you know, is it a is it a rapper? Is it a business? Is it a brand that's hitting you up that you're like, oh my god, I would love for this to happen. Like, what's that dream project? Set that stage for size, scope. What who who's the brand? Who's the person? Well, I kind of got it in the works right now, but um, I want to work with um, Bel Air and uh, Rick Ross and uh, really? Brett Barish. Yeah, I really want to work with them. But other than that, I mean, I work. I want to work with everybody, but, you know, I really want to work with them. That's about it. You know, I never really thought about working with anybody. So and I, but I'm, I'm actually a brand ambassador for um, Grateful Clothing. Nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um. I'd love to work with anybody, to be honest, but I definitely want to work with Bel Air. What is the like, I get, what is like the least expensive rug that you've done and most expensive that you've done? And, you know, like just just to have that sort of range for folks that might be interested. OK, uh, well, my least expensive price right now is five fifty. 
Mm-hmm. Well, my most expensive price right now is two thousand, and that's for the two feet all the way up to six feet. Nice. So they, do we have the range? We we have everything you're capable of doing. You're crushing it. I love it. Yep. Any colors? Any uh, shipping's twenty dollars. I can ship to all fifty states. I can't ship international right now, but I'm trying to figure it out. So I got to go to um. I, I meant to call DHL today, but I'm, I'm gonna probably call them tomorrow and try to figure out something with the international shipping because it's so expensive. Like it's like one hundred fifty dollars, or like maybe sometimes it says like two hundred, and then I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> It's like that's that's dead right now. <laughs> y'all don't y'all don't want to pay that, and I definitely can't. <laughs> so so with that, I want to move into the the rapid fire portion of the podcast. If if you've listened in the past, you know how this goes, and uh, don't overthink. They're simple questions, <laughs> fun questions, but they're all right. Uh, what are you currently listening to, watching, or reading? You can pick any of the three, but what are you currently like ingesting uh, from a pop culture media perspective? Um, right now, really for like the past, like ever since I started making rugs, I've been listening to Detroit music. So like baby <laughs> Face and like GT and like everybody, but like everybody from Detroit though, like Skilla Baby, um, Ice Reeves, everybody. But that's what I've like mostly been listening to. But I, I listen to everybody, R and B, I listen to all the hip hop, everybody, but like when it comes down to it, like when I'm working, like it's gonna be something in Detroit, <laughs> cause they really be hustling. Like, and it, it like it's not just like this year music or last year. Like, I, it might be like t- like some ten years ago Detroit music that I might like. It's some, but they they really motivational and like inspirational in their music. So yeah, I I went down that rabbit hole. Um, I I, I remember when I disco- discovered like Baby Tron, and then I just started going down this rabbit hole of Detroit like scam rap. I was like, yo. <laughs> Like there's more of this. This is crazy. Um, so in three words, they don't they don't have to be three words together like a sentence or anything, but in three words, three terms, three traits, describe yourself. Um what's it? Uh ambitious, persistent, and uh patient. See, it did that very well. Uh what is your philosophy, motto, or approach to life? Um, it is what it is. It's very black. I love that. It's like, <laughs> what it is, man. Uh, lastly, as I touched on earlier before we got started, uh, y'all like the puns. Y'all, y'all like those t- tufted puns. Uh, what is your your favorite your favorite pun? Does, is there a pun that comes to mind for you? No, I don't really have a favorite pun. Not at all. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say your brand. Your brand. Yeah, my brand. Yeah, yeah, my brand. Way too tough. But other than that, no, not really. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it um, for the pod. You know, not not like pulling teeth or anything. Very simple. Um, so one, I want to thank you for for coming onto the podcast and spending some time with me. And uh, two, I want to invite and encourage you to share with the listeners where they can check you out. Way too tough website, social media, all of that good stuff. The floor is yours. Appreciate it. Yeah, you can check me out at Way Too Tough. That's W A Y T O O T U F T, and that's on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Um, my website is waytootough dot com. Uh, my email is waytootough at gmail dot com, and um, I can do anything you'd like, <laughs> make anything happen. And there you have it, folks. I'm gonna again thank Amari Martin from Way Too Tough for coming on to the podcast. And I'm Rob Lee saying that there's art and culture in and around your neck of the woods. You just got to look for it.